everybody thinks it's okay to kill a nigga. <laughs> everybody thinks it's okay to kill a nigga. Like, 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 no, 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 no. I just had to do that because I'm a real nigga. Everybody thinks it's okay to kill a nigga. Hey, man, I had to call Tony D. And he reminded me. <laughs> I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. Slim, you just an evil nigga and you be trying. I'm finna slam dunk. Get big on you fake pumps. That bump in the fake pump. Bitch, fell for the pump fake. Got him talking like first take. Get it right on the first take. Hit the hole in the first Mike, check. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, we good. Um, this podcast thing, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I messed up and let it get on autopilot. What uh, you mean? I think I found a way to record, edit pods, and put them out consistently the same day, the same time every week, and I just got stuck in that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... I think the content ain't been where it's supposed to be, and I ain't been marketing this shit at all. I don't think I marketed this shit in a year. I just been on autopilot, and that's just my fault because what I was talking about before we just started recording, this podcasting thing ain't what people think it is, bro. Like this shit is a legit a business, mm-hmm. and if you don't take it serious and don't take it as a business, it's it's not going to do nothing. It's going to fail. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I feel like this is failing right now. I just feel like I haven't been putting my best foot forward. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I be recommending to people, like, if you're not going to take this serious, don't start no podcast. Because, mm. like, I don't know if y'all people can tell, but uh, Blue ain't been on here for a couple episodes. Um, Blue Blue wants a max contract. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the max deal. <laughs> he wants the max deal, bro. Give him the max. <laughs> We're currently in negotiations. <laughs> uh, Blue wants 40%. Of the pod, <laughs> and I told him forty uh, percent, kind of low. <laughs> I, I I rather give you eighty. <laughs> Blue said, uh, "How about fifty percent?" I said, "You know what? How about a hundred, bro?" <laughs> so we still currently in negotiations. I'm thinking about doing a a counter offer for two hundred percent. This nigga blew on the max deal for real, boy. What you think about Big King? You think uh you think I can give him two hundred percent? You think he'll take it? This nigga blue wanna be signed so bad. <laughs> that shit crazy, bro. Nah, listen though. It's only funny. And blue, if you listening to this, bro, don't text me or call me. I don't give a fuck. And I don't make another compilation of me <laughs> dapping you up and then laughing at you. Yeah. I don't I don't give a fuck. All it's right. funny. So listen, listen. Blue. This is what's funny. Blue said this shit, this pod should be called Boats and Hoes. <laughs> he said just because it's called Sit Downs with Slim don't mean it's Slim Podcast. Yeah. He said he was basically with me shooting in the gym. Mm-hmm. All right, so those of you that don't know, my dog Blue, man. I really ain't no Blue. I'm going to get a whole Blue uh, origin story. And... Ooh, we're getting back into the history and the lore. Yeah, I'm about to get y'all the history of Sit Downs with Slim. That's what I'm about to call this, the history of sit-downs with Slim Pod. And um, Big King Big King, just a casualty of war right now. This, this ain't war, though. Me and Blue ain't got no kind of beef, no nothing. I just want to talk about this shit because it's funny as fuck. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. This is just hilarious to me. Yeah. Like, this ain't no serious shit. Blue going to be mad anyway, but this ain't he nothing always, serious. This ain't like, I'm not mad, none of that shit. But let me give y'all the history of sit-downs with Slim. So I'm going to start from the tippy top, from the beginning. I got a homeboy who wanted to trick off on a girl. 
it was her birthday. And he wanted to fly her to Texas. My mama had a house in Texas, but she lived uh, overseas. She was working overseas. So he told me, he said, hey, bro, we can stay at your mama house. Um, I'll pay for your ticket. I said, cool. That's no problem. I called my mama. I was like, hey, mom, me and my friends trying to, uh, you know, stay the weekend at the house. Is that okay? She said, yeah, baby, it's fine. Boom. We fly over there. Trey invites a guy named Rello. And it's my first time really meeting Rello. Like, you know, we both from Columbia County. So, uh, we both from Columbia County. So, like, you know, of course we've heard of each other. But, like, we never met before. We never had a conversation, any of that. We never even been, really been in the same room too many times. Besides, like, I've seen a nigga at parties or shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Me and him end up having a great conversation. We was on my mama's back porch. We was out there talking. Next thing we know, the sun was coming up. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, damn. And we were just talking about some real shit. And that nigga told me, he was like, bro, I always want to start a podcast. I said, you know what's crazy? I really want to start one, bro. Like, for real, like, I've been thinking about it a lot. And this is before I brought any equipment, any of that. Yeah. So, me and Rello start this podcast called Habitual Offenders. He comes up with the name, logo, all that. Uh, we figure out how to record it. First, we just put up an iMac and just press record. I did that a couple times. I did that with you, too. Uh-huh. Did that with Mailhead, because I, I used to travel all the time back then. And, you know, just trying to figure out how to do this recording thing. Well, what ended up happening, I don't know if I told this story before, but... What ended up happening was we record a couple episodes. We start getting a little better at it. Uh, start figuring out how to, you know, actually have a podcast. And, you know, I wanted to start doing other things to, like, push the brand out a little bit more. So I did a podcast with another young lady that had a podcast. But she didn't really know how to podcast yet, neither. <clears throat> so I said, we're just going to call it a joint collab. And we're just going to put it on our channel. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't agree with that. Basically, we didn't have no falling out about it, no nasty conversation. He just didn't agree with it. And I said, okay, I I, I completely understood his side of his side of, you know, the disagreement. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he's right. If he's not on it, don't put it on this channel. So that was the birth of sit downs with Slim. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, it's going to be times where I want to do certain things he might not agree with. And I don't want to bring it to this. So it also can be like. Like, habitual offenders could be Breakfast Club, and then my pod could be the Brilliant Idiots. That's how I was thinking at the time, because that was a hot podcast around that time. So, this guy was always in my DMs talking about a logo. He stayed in Paris. I thought he was a scammer, but but that nigga said $50, and I seen his work. I was like, I just took a chance, sent him $50, Mm -hmm. and he sent me back that logo with Jay-Z. Well, I sent him the picture of Jay-Z, of course. Mm -hmm. But he sent me back the logo, and I was like, oh, this shit is hard. That's the first ideal he sent to, and I was like, oh, this is hard. I want this. Boom. Uh, Put it out. Put the logo out on Facebook, and was like, man, sit down with Slim coming soon. Goddamn. All my people were supporting it. Everybody was liking it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Now, first episode, I have no idea the direction I want to go in, what I want to do, nothing. I, all I had was the logo. Of course, I had the equipment already. Didn't know what I wanted to talk about, what kind of pod I wanted to have, any of that. I remember I was calling you every day trying to figure out how because I knew the conversations that me and you have every day, I knew I wanted to have that yeah. as a podcast. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I didn't know how to do it without you. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep it a bean. I didn't know how to have those type of conversations without you because the only people that I have those type of conversations with is at the time it wasn't even Trey, but uh, you, Mailhead, mm-hmm. 
and maybe like one other person. Them is the only people that I can have those conversations with Greasy too, but it's a little different though. Mm-hmm. But those was like the only people at the time, yeah. and I couldn't do a podcast with none of y'all because you know UML lived in Florida, mm-hmm. and then Greasy was rapping, and I don't think rappers should have podcasts. That's just my opinion. We can talk about that another day though, because rappers <laughs> be giving too much of their personality over podcasts, and then it starts making you not believe they raps no more. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a whole nother topic. So had no idea what I wanted to do. One of them drunk ass weekends. It's cold as hell. It's raining in Augusta. I remember like it was yesterday. I had this big ass pea coat on, looking like a buddy from Four Brothers that fought the white boy at the end. You know what I'm saying? And I had the goddamn the goddamn snow cap. I had a snow cap and a big ass uh pea coat. Went to the bar to watch the football games. It was NFL Sunday, and blue comes up with some disgusting ass takes. <laughs> Them shits was so gross. I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he was just going in like, no, no, y'all niggas don't know about America. <laughs> and I was like, bro, are you, are you a, because I didn't know blue like that at the time. I'm like, bro, are you like a, a street hood guy? Are you a redneck white man? Like, which one are you, bro? <laughs> like, your words is mixing me up. Because, look, okay, let me re- uh, rewind. Let me tell y'all how I met Blue. Blue went to Georgia Southern. I don't, I don't know if he went when I went, but I didn't know Blue. I didn't he meet was, Blue. He was there when we were there. Oh, yeah. See, he I was, didn't I didn't know him. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't I was, either. bro, I, I was, I was a nerd. Yeah. I went to the library every yeah. day. I had a McDonald's job. Yeah. I stayed at the crib playing video games. Me and Big King lived together. Yeah. He knows what I'm talking about. I was just a nerd. Of course, I got some ass because that's just who I am. But I pretty much went to class. <laughs> I pretty much went to class and yeah. chill. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is how I met Blue. Bruh, Damo had a house off of Columbia Road. And uh, my dog, Big Greasy, stayed there. Me and Greasy was posted up one day, and we was like, "Hey man, let's got them, you know, put some uh, put some food on the grill." Mm. And Greasy was like, "Okay, cool." He was like, "Man, I, man, I got this little EBT card, you know, I get the food. Shoot, uh, you just get a bottle." I said, "Cool." Go to the grocery store, get some food. I get a bottle. We go to the house, and Blue's there the whole time. We're there, <laughs> whole time we're making plans. He's just there. Yeah, he takes the bottle, pours half the bottle in the cup. Pours pours a whole bunch of juice in the cup, mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn, this nigga, this nigga can drink. And then we making them big ass mix. Yeah, drinks. I was like, damn, this nigga can drink. Them goddamn little, you know, yeah. them little them, them cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> he be killing them cocktails. This nigga will pour half a bottle in a big goat. Yeah, <laughs> a big goat. That's what it was too. Yeah. And it was goat. a big goat with yeah. like Powerade in it. Yeah, he mixed a Hennessy and Powerade. Yeah, this nigga, bro. So, bro, he he, he poured that, and then we uh, got on the grill. He ate half the food. Yeah. And that's when I looked at Greasy. I said, hey, man, what's up with your boy? That nigga Greasy said, I don't know that nigga. <laughs> I said, bro, I don't know him neither. <laughs> and that's when we realized neither one of us knew him. Yeah, He was just there hanging out with us. You know what I'm saying? And then I learned that Blue always does that. He does that to everybody. But he was cool, though. So I ain't had no problem. He never says nothing. I mean, he drinks and eats everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's like a fucking garbage disposal. <laughs> but <laughs> he was cool. Didn't have no issues. And he made me laugh. Mm-hmm. He's not a comedian. He doesn't know how to joke. He doesn't know how to be funny. But the stuff that he says, he believes. And it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So 
we at the bar. Let me go back. We at the bar. And he says, let's uh, do the pod. Let's do a podcast. At the time, I don't even have a camera. I'm like, cool. We go to the crib. I put my iPhone on a tripod. Mm-hmm. And I set the mics up. We press record. And y'all can go back. It's still out on all audio platforms. The first episode is called State of the Union America Some 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 with Blue. Mm-hmm. Let me find it. But basically, that's my first episode. It's with Blue on there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and yeah, matter of fact, I definitely want to find it. Because this goes with what I'm about to say next. Blue was the very first sit down with Okay, Swing, yes. State of America with John Blue, episode one. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Episode two, podcast about a podcast, V-Class. Episode three, Red Lee. Episode four with Big King, New Year, New Me. Episode five with Big King, Pro Black. Episode six, The Blue Show. Episode seven, Stand the Man. Episode eight, Business and Prayer with Akeem Wells. Episode 9, Big King and Mel, live from Tampa. Episode Damn. 10, yeah, it's around that time. Damn, bro, Episode that was a 10, minute. more than a sit-down. It don't Maine. feel like it's been that long, too, do it? Uh-uh. It really don't, bro. Episode 11 is a solo pod with me by myself I call now Hey, My Name Now you at like episode like 200 or some shit. Yeah, 200 and something. Yeah, that's All right, crazy. let me keep going. Big King again, Greasy, Stan, Kel, uh, Quay. V class again, Drish, my mama, uh, Delilah, uh, Kale, Big Keen again, Mike Jr., my dog, uh, Jamal, Blue and E, episode 27. Okay, so 27 episodes, Blue was on three. We just looked at 27. You was on five. My dog said this should be called Boats and Hoes. He said he was on at least 50% of the uh, the, the episodes. Mm-hmm. And we just seen, we counted 27, he was only on two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's the story about Blue. I know I just ran it for a long time. That that, that was kind of a bad-ass story. But, uh, nah, I mean, you got to give him the, the details, nigga. Now, I do want to say this, though, uh, before I get off this topic. Blue brung value to the podcast. He brought a lot of value to the podcast. And he I really still does. Like, yeah, he still does. Because the thing is, nigga, you gonna get back on the pod. You just in your bag right now. We yeah, I really feel like I really feel like I'm 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 Adam Twenty Two. Why you say that? Because like the shit Adam Twenty Two be going through with with his co host I feel like that's what me and Blue go to go through. But we ain't got no money. that's the biggest difference like we ain't got no money like bro bro is in contract negotiation with me over um his 40 percent and i'm like bro you can have a (laughs) hundred like what like what you want my patreon money you can have that too what whatever you want just to get you the pie because truthfully and honestly one more thing i want to say before i get off of here first thing like i just said blue brings a lot of value to the pie Second thing, it's always a butt. You know, niggas always got a butt. I had to work my way up to blue bringing value to the pod. This ain't just jump off. Yeah. Bro, I showed somebody this recently, bro. Before you moved here, because you honestly saved the pod. Before you moved here, right, I was I was trying to transition off of doing so much interviews and have like a solid podcast where where I could just sit down and 
talk to uh talk to someone you and build chemistry yeah build yeah. chemistry have mm-hmm. some jokes have some laughs have a real man conversation though real honest and open conversation right yeah so like i said it was uh, I, I think it was right before the pandemic. I forgot what Blue had going on, but he had a lot of free time. You know, I had a lot of free time because I worked for myself, and we just started recording. Joe Button and Charlemagne was doing this thing called, like, you know, podcasting networks. I thought I could do that, too. I called it the Blue Show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bro. When I tell you this was the trashest content I had ever produced <laughs> in my life, bro, we pressed record. I was extra excited. You can go look at that, too. It's called The Blue Show. It's still on my channel. It's mm. I think it's only two episodes. It's an episode where... Uh, pass me that Camaro, bro. You see that Camaro on that desk right there? Yeah. It's basically the episode where Blue is sitting where Big Keen is sitting, and I used to have these props on the table. Blue is sitting where Big Keen is sitting, and... He wanted to make his show about sports and conspiracy theories. <laughs> so I said, I'm game. That's a hell of a lineup. Bro, he grabbed the Camaro off the table just like this. And he said, see, helicopters, they do this. <laughs> Airplanes do this. Aerodynamic. <laughs> he actually didn't use that phrase. I used that phrase. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, yeah, helicopters hover. You know, I was helping him through it. Yeah. And he said, but spaceships, they do this. <laughs> yeah, they defy gravity. They move like a queen on, on a chessboard. He actually didn't say that neither. I said that, yeah. but that's what the episode was like. It was trash as hell, bro. Mm-hmm. Bro, my views literally went from averaging like a hundred listens an episode to I did that episode. It might have had like forty. The next episode might have had thirty. <laughs> the next one might have had twenty. Yeah. Uh, that nigga, that nigga. Uh... Fuck the numbers up. Bro, bad, bro. Bad. And I'm sitting there listening to like, it. Oh, these niggas dumb as fuck. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bro, I went back and listened recently and I was like, bro, like, okay, a situation happened, right, with one of my friends, two of my friends that got into a situation, right? And I told him, uh, you know the, uh, the phrase, never argue with uh, fools because from a distance nobody can tell who is who? Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, bro, I basically used that phrase but I remixed it. I was like, bro, you never get into it with a B-A-N, bitch-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. You never get into it with a bitch-ass nigga and show your hand and show that that bitch-ass nigga affects you emotionally because people from the outside going to think you a bitch-ass nigga too. Mm-hmm. So when bitch-ass niggas do bitch-ass shit, mm-hmm. nigga, let that shit go. That shit makes you look like more of a man than anything, nigga. Yeah, never let be, that shit never go. Never be for the lane. Yeah, and never yeah. go down levels, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's certain niggas, bro, we can't even have a conversation, my nigga. Like, if you got an issue with me, you can't even hit my phone. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And if you come to my house, I'm going to smoke you. <laughs> That's just what it is, yeah, bro. It and uh, I might beep that out because I'm not a violent person at all. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> got in his bag. I'm sorry, bro, but I'm not a violent person. I'm, I'm going to smoke you. <laughs> I'm an American. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm an American, bro. So, <laughs> yes, I'm going to use my constitutional rights. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. I'm going to use my constitutional rights. But, um, yeah, what was I talking about? Never oh, yeah. 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 So, um, I forgot what my point with that was. But the episodes, though, the episodes was just horrible, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what saved it. I guess Blue got bored and he came in here because he was just creating characters the whole time. That's what we was doing. We was introducing characters. He mm-hmm. came in here with a stocking cap on and a black and mouth acting like Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Yeah. And he just was funny as fuck the whole time. 
Yeah. That one, the numbers climbed a little bit. That one was at like 40. Mm-hmm. Um, another time, and I forgot the name of this one, but uh, I'm, I might post all these I'm talking about on the screen, but I forgot the name of this one, but it was probably the best one me and Blue Hat did. And I guess a girl had broke up with him. I stopped dealing with him. Mm-hmm. And he came over here sad as fuck. Mm. He was drinking Mad Dogs. It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube. He can't get mad at me for talking about this. It's on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was drinking Mad Dogs. He drunk like three of them bitches. Like the Blue big be, bottles. He be killing them MDs. Yeah, bro. He was drinking the MD 2020. And he just went off talking about how he got low expectation for women. How women be breaking his heart. All that. That episode was amazing. Yeah. Shit finally climbed back up to 100. And then... To end all this, you moved here. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I kid you not. When you told me you was moving here, I remember the day, bruh. I got extra excited. Mm-hmm. When the day came, I think the night before you got here, I let out a real nigga tear. <laughs> yeah, that's Especially nigga. when you told me you was like, yeah, I'm going to help you with the pot and shit. Yeah. I let a tear out. I said, finally. Because that shit was about to go to shits. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was almost over. It was getting bad. Bruh, shit was getting when bad. you got here, the first episode we did with Blue, I said, oh, this nigga's the Blue Whisperer. Oh, yeah. Like, the shit that Bruh. I don't get that Blue be saying, you got it. Yeah, I, I said, oh, Blue. nigga, we the, nigga, we the three dumbass musketeers, nigga. <laughs> we good, nigga. Like, we can sit in this bitch, Bruh. have conversations. Yeah. Everybody in this bitch gonna say some dumb shit. Everybody in this bitch gonna say some shit that makes sense. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, too, listening. Those of you that rock with Blue... And I know the number is going down, but those of you that <laughs> rock, <laughs> God, it's just the truth, bro. Like I be reading the comments and shit. It's just the truth. Yeah. Those of you that rock with Blue, most of y'all dumb as fuck. I'm just gonna be honest <laughs> with you, and that's why I got him on here because some of the takes he make, I'm not shocked that he's making those takes. I'm shocked how many of you agree with those takes. But one he don't. Thing, one thing I will say though, Blue speaks so simply. That anybody can understand it. Correct. But, but at the same time, when you like trying to have a high level conversation, you can't really speak that simply. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, not, it's like it's not it's not that simple. Like it's a complex. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Joe Budden said some uh, some real shit when he was dissing uh, the bare minimum boys, right? Bare minimum boys. That's what he calls Rory and Ma. <laughs> the bare minimum Damn. boys. He said some real shit, though. He said, nigga, this is a podcast. Mm. Say some shit, nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest thing I had to I had to express to Blue when he started doing this podcast thing. Mm. I was like, bro, I understand you, like, real, you know, conservative and, like, you know, ducked off and don't want people to know the real you. And yeah. you think, if I say this, girls ain't going to like it. If I say that, niggas going to think I'm lame. And, bro... If you feel that type of way about yourself and what you got going on, don't start no podcast and damn sure don't come on my podcast. Oh, yeah. Because this yeah. is the real nigga pie, bro. We're being ourselves. Bro, I had... Yesterday was an interesting day for me, bro. Blue randomly texted me. I asked him a real simple question that I really wanted to know. And he texted me back and said, nigga, do them thick-ass glasses run in your family? <laughs> I said, yes, my mother wears glasses. <laughs> And he said, laugh out loud. I called him because I was mad. Yeah. And I said, nigga, now answer, answer my question, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I'm yeah. not going to say on the pod, but answer my question, nigga. Nigga hung up. Yeah, it is. So later on, I told you I got into it with a young lady last night. She mm-hmm. fired me up. She said, you fat ass nigga. You got titties. 
And she said, <laughs> she said, you got them thick ass army glasses on. I said, oh, people make glasses jokes. Because, bro, you know, I've only been wearing glasses like six, seven years, bro. Yeah. So I didn't know, like, that's a thing. I definitely didn't know that in adults. Because, mm. bro, I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I wear these bitches because I can't see. Exactly. I, I can't see shit. I don't wear shit for fashion. Bro, I can't see nothing, bro. Like, I can't drive. I can't work on my computer. I can't do nothing without these glasses. Yeah. So I wear them 24-7. I'm not trying to be a fine nigga. I'm sorry, bro. I turned 33 in two weeks, bro. I yeah. am not trying to be a fine nigga. I'm not on... I'm just not on that type of time. I might get back to being a fine nigga. Because that girl I pissed think, me off last night. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm about to get my fine nigga back, for real. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about it, bro. Just to give it one good run before I hit 40. Yeah, I was about to say that. At least until I'm 40. Yeah. When I'm 40, I'll go back to being bap like this. <laughs> but yeah, so my nigga blue, bro. Oh, back to what I was saying about the Joe Budden thing. Bro, when you get on this podcast, bro, you have to say something, bro. Have a yeah. take. If you don't have a take that's compelling I ain't really... and know how to express it, ain't no point of saying, ain't no point of being on here. Yeah, I ain't really uh seen a pod lately. Man, you know they've been having podcast wars and shit. What you mean? Like, Joe Budden was beefing with uh, Rory and Maul, mm-hmm. calling them the bare minimum boys because the list came out of, like, the best podcasters. I mean, the best uh, media influences, and Joe was number one. It was like a Spotify list. Mm-hmm. Joe was number one, and they talked about it on their pod, and they dissed them. Mm-hmm. So they was going back and forth. And then Joe and uh, Gilly was beefing. It was oh, really? Some, yeah, it was just some stupid-ass podcast wow. wars. Just some simple shit, though. Like, nothing crazy, bro. And then I think he was throwing some shots at Charlemagne, but, mm-hmm. you know, Charlotte, Charlemagne is a B-A-N now. Charlemagne, so, get on my fucking... I, I used to he like took the high road. He took the high road. Bro, I seen him on Vlad recently, and I was mm-hmm. like, bro... I, I Recently, I mean, like, yesterday. I was thinking about this. I was like... Like an old one or like a newer... New. Vlad? Okay. New. I was thinking, I was like, bro, we really fell in love with this man and gave him one of the biggest platforms... On the planet, just because he was a shock jock, yeah, and then, and now he's not a shock jock, and we still got him on these high platforms making millions of dollars. And what is he doing? What 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 see, what compelling good, bro, that, content is he bringing? Exactly, for and that's the thing is like the white folks, the white folks gave him the contract for all this shit to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the niggas was the one who put him on that platform because we were the one, we were the only ones fucking with Charlemagne like that back then, bro. Because he used to he used to say some shit that we like. You know bro, what do that? you miss the old Charlemagne? Oh yeah, I definitely do. When when he was himself sniffing J Lo seat. Exactly. And the thing is, is that's still here. Yeah. He just be trying to like, oh, being a good person means this because you know how media is nowadays. They got fucking everybody has to be a certain way. Everything's very politically correct. And he just became uh a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And goddamn just sold itself really and just sold all of us too. Like, cause that's the thing is like, you do, you always have to do what gets you to the dance, bro. Cause at the end of the day, I do, feel like. Do you though? Do you always have to do, if you, here's the thing. If, cause the thing is, what Charlemagne does is the, it's the art of the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Charlemagne is not nowhere near as good of a, a radio, a radio personality or a podcaster as he was 10 years ago. Yeah. He's nowhere near it. Nowhere near. Because Back then, he His was... His conversation skill got better, though, right? He can talk, but, like, at the end of the day, it's like, what what you, what you're you here for is not... Or what, what we're here for is not the same anymore. Yeah. Now, we just watch it because it's just Breakfast Club. I mean, it, at the, at this point... Oh, I don't watch Breakfast Club no more. 
No, but I'm saying why people watch it is yeah, because yeah. it's just Breakfast Club. You want to see your favorite celebrity come on there. You don't watch that shit for Charlemagne and Envy? Nah, I don't know. And I like their uh, dynamic with Angela Yee. With her off of there, it ain't the same. And her show is decent, but it still ain't the same. Like I ain't even bro, watched on one it's, episode. It's a good balance, and I see why they have two men and a women, and a, a woman because it's a great balance, bro. Mm-hmm. Like. Angela Yee ha- uh, always has this female co-host. I can't remember her name. And then they switch off and always have like a male guest or something. Mm-hmm. And it- it's been Mano a lot, which is random. Mm-hmm. But it's too feminine. Mm-hmm. You you had a perfect balance when you had Angela Yee. And I don't mean no disrespect when I say this, but Charlemagne and uh, DJ Envy are slightly feminine. Yeah, they're not. They tra- have feminine they're not ways. traditional males. Yeah, they're yeah. not traditional males. Yeah, yeah that's the best. That's a better way of saying. It. I knew I was gonna say that shit like disgusting and so on, but <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean that shit like that at all. I just meant because a lot of men are like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was just a great balance, bro. It was mm-hmm. like a great level. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, our podcast probably is a little too masculine. That's probably why my mm-hmm. female numbers are horrible. Probably. Yeah, because it's a little masculine, but like I don't know how else to be like. I said this yesterday, and people was looking at me crazy because it was girls in the room, and they was like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. I said, bro, men don't really like women, bro. <laughs> 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 bro, yeah. all the girls in the room was like, nigga, what? And this is the kind of takes I'm talking about. Have a fucking take, nigga. Yeah. This is the kind of takes I'm talking about. Bro, don't care what other people got to say. None of that shit. Bro, go in the comment section right now and diss the fuck out this take I'm about to have, bro. Diss it. So my dog Blue can see. This is how you podcast, bro. You put yourself out there. You make yourself vulnerable. Now t- to the take. Men don't like women, but yeah, I don't know if y'all can tell. We had to take a little, uh, a little piss break. My dog Big Keen always got to do that around the same time. But mm-hmm. uh, men don't like women. <sighs> it's rare that you find a man that enjoys the company of women. Most of them that here's do. The thing, here's I- the thing. You're speaking from. A traditional male point of view, though. Correct. Because now, in this day and age, it's a lot different. Like, yeah, okay. Niggas okay. love... I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Niggas so, love surrounding themselves with just girls all day. Back when society was a little different, minimum mm-hmm. wage was like $2 and some ch- change. Gas was like 80 90 cent. <laughs> Only jobs that men had to work was factories and chicken plants and mm-hmm. shit like that. And there was like limited amounts of bitch-ass niggas. Yeah. Only homosexual men enjoy the company of women. Yeah, honestly, there was a time where if a dude hung around all girls, people thought he was homosexual. He, they thought he was gay. Just that's like weird. that's weird, bro. Oh, another thing I'm I'm uh, open-minded what to. What year did that change? Probably like 2000, 2004. Bro, another thing I'm 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 opening my mind to cuz I just had this conversation with Damo this morning. Just cuz a man does hair doesn't mean he's gay. I'm opening my mind to that now, bro. Yeah. I don't I don't think a man is a homosexual just because he does hair, bro. Men can do hair. If a man mm-hmm. wants to do hair, he can do hair. Cause that nigga Damo was like, Yeah, our homeboy brother uh volunteered to do his hair. I said, let him. I mean, I'm not letting no man do my hair. But Damo because you know Damo can let a man do his hair. We're doing hair, you gotta sit between their legs and shit. Nah, you, know? you sit in the chair and they stand up. I mean, bro. if you had a salon. Yeah. 
But if y'all not, if, if that, nigga dick on on the, the block. that nigga dick on the back of your <laughs> goddamn <laughs> <head>. <laughs> Come on, bro. I can't. And, and you know when we was young, we yeah. used to like had a hair and use it as a way to fuck girls. Like, and yeah, do my yeah. hair at the school. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, yeah. Domo keep fucking around. Bro, going, I'll do your hair. Hell yeah. Domo gonna be tooted up. Fuck around. <laughs> fuck around. Put some fent in your goddamn black can. Yeah. You gonna pass out? <laughs> fuck around. Find out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what's gonna be going on. But yeah, man. Uh, it's rare that you find a man that really, truly enjoys the company of women. I I, I know a handful, but it's not a lot of them. Yeah. It's But it is a handful. I can name you three or four people that I know that's like that. But... um. Most of us, though, most of the traditional men, bro, we just want a girl that's quiet when the game comes on. Mm. We just want a girl that's quiet when the game comes on. We want one that we're sexually attracted to. And we just want her to be quiet sometimes. Ooh, you in your you in your tape bag. You in your Andrew tape bag today, bro. Nah, I ain't even trying to be like that. I'm just being <laughs> honest, bro, like... Uh, boss recorded his podcast yesterday mm-hmm. And we were talking about robots And he asked me what I fuck a robot I told him I said Yeah I mean men will fuck anything If I can program a robot to look like Rihanna one day yeah. Beyonce the next And I can program it To not say a word What What is it about Them not saying a word though Why not Man, bro. So this is what it is. Is it because they just don't be talking about shit or like what is it? I'm about to tell you, bro. Women, the women that do listen, please fast forward like 30 seconds. <laughs> bro, they don't be talking about shit, bro. <laughs> they don't be talking about shit. And then the worst thing I hate that women do, bro, and this is not a I hate women podcast, bro. I love women. Mm-hmm. But I'm just being honest like how I'm saying the things men just won't say. The main thing I hate that women do is you'll be going through something, right, Big King? Like, let's mm-hmm. say you came up to me and you was talking about your job, right? Mm-hmm. And you was like, you know, this is the issues that you had at your job. Bro, I'm all ears. I'm listening. You, you know why? Because yeah. I know you just want to vent, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I don't know shit about your job. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a nerd and I know a lot about computers, mm-hmm. but I don't know what you do at your job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not going to try to give you advice, my nigga. Women always got some advice to give. And I didn't ask you that shit. And, and it's it always be, some shit they ain't never did. And it be kind of, sometimes it be the worst advice. It always the be the worst advice, bro. Yeah. It be they getting the better, though. They getting better, though. Uh, they getting better, though. Because I remember when I first, like, was young, and then, like, a girl, like, you, like, break up with a girl, y'all be going through a rough patch. Her best friend is always like, bitch, fuck him. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, We going yeah, to yeah. the club. Like, yeah. And I was like, why girls always do that shit? Now, you know, I think I think it's because we're all starting to mature together now. You think so? Yeah, at first, okay. like, they was ahead of us, and then we was ahead of them. And now yeah. we're all maturing together in our yeah. 30s. They're getting better now. Yeah, we're all, like, yeah. mentally mature mm-hmm. going going into our 30s, about to approach 40s. So, like, yeah, that's just the place we at with it. But there's still some people that's a little immature. Like, mm-hmm. um, I was hanging out with a group of friends, uh, long-term friends last night. And I could just tell all of my our maturity levels was in different places. Mm-hmm. But that's going to happen. You're going to outgrow yeah. people. And they might even meet you later. But as far as right now, um, I'm about to be 33 years old. I'm BAP. <laughs> Break, <laughs> I'm, breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. I'm BAP. <laughs> I got titties. I got dreads. Like, I ain't talking about shit, bro. 
I be playing with cameras. Bro, I'm really a big-ass kid, bro. I be playing with cameras all day, computers, and I love that shit. I be excited, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I still drive fast cars. I'm just childish as fuck. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But these other niggas, what the move bit, bro? Hey, bro, if you hit my phone and ask me what's the move, I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> Don't ask me what the fuck is the move. Don't ask me where the hoes at. Um... Don't ask me none of that shit. Call me if you got a business plan. Call me if you're trying to take a trip somewhere. Call me if you're trying to have a glass of whiskey around the fire. Don't call me talking about let's go half on a, on, on a section at the club. Yeah, I'm blocking you. I'm never talking to you again. I'm a grown-ass man. And unpopular belief. I don't want to be fucking on 21-year-olds. I thought about this last night when I got into it with this young lady. The longer you stay in the game, the older you get and the younger the women get. Yeah, yeah. So eventually you're going to be 40, and the only women that's going to give you the time of day are going to be 21. Mm-hmm. Big King, when the last time you talked to a 21-year-old? Other than that work, never. Bro, let me tell you something about 21-year-olds. They dumb as fuck. We was dumb as hell. We were dumber than them. Yeah. We was bad. But I wouldn't talk to me neither. Yeah, no. Like if 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 the 21-year-old Slim walked in here right now, I'd be like, get your ugly ass the fuck out of here. Thank you fucking cute. You ugly and you dumb as fuck, nigga. I don't like give a fuck about how much money in your fucking pocket, nigga. You dumb as hell, nigga. Stupid mm. ass nigga. Nigga, you just got a DUI. <laughs> You've been selling drugs all day. <laughs> nigga, you ain't shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even talking about shit. But I'm a grown-ass man now. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that leads me to what I want to talk about, too, about John Morant. John Morant's 23. Mm-hmm. When I was 23, I just had finished college. Yeah. And just had went to jail for the last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I ain't have it figured out, so I know the mind state. Of a 23-year-old man. I don't know the mindset of a 23-year-old man with $200 million. I don't know that. I I don't know what's going on with job, bro. That shit is nuts, bro. That's your boy, too. But I don't know. The thing is, is like, wasn't his friend taking the video? Yeah. See, that's the thing is like, you got to see who you keeping around yourself, bro. Because I'm sure somebody oh, paid. I don't, bro, I don't blame the friend. I'm sure somebody paid his friend for that video or something. Nah, somebody somebody stream recorded it. He was live. He deleted the live instantly. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody stream recorded it while he was on live. That's crazy. I blame I blame I blame Jado because um you know the first time he pulled a gun out, he was in the club mm-hmm. or somewhere, pulled a gun out on his live. Mm-hmm. This time he was on his friend's live. I don't know his friend. I don't I, even but here's the thing. You can have guns. Yeah. That's that's the biggest That's what's issue. confusing me right now because they're like, oh. Because he didn't do anything illegal. The thing is, it's like you can show a gun. <laughs> but the thing is, everybody's acting like, I think it's just the image of like yeah. portraying a thug or something. People, you know how white folks be, oh, he's a thug and blah, 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 blah. There's nothing wrong with brandishing a gun. Like people do that all the time. They say there's no difference between him pulling out the gun and uh, they were showing other former uh, NBA athletes hunting. 
They were like, or any, no yeah, anything like that. Like, yeah, it's like, but the the thing is, is like when you're portraying the image of a thug or something like that, then people are like, oh, now it's bad. But yeah, it's, it's like, upon. yeah, it's weird, bro. Yeah. That's the, that's just the weirdest shit to me. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, damn, this nigga Jaw got caught flashing a goddamn gun again. But I was like, so okay, yeah, you know. That's that's the argument I was going to have. Hurt nobody, he ain't do nothing. That's the argument I was going to have with my dog Dorian, and uh, I wish we would have did the podcast, but our schedules mm-hmm. didn't line up. But um, he basically was telling me how he's stupid and niggas need to stop condoning bad behavior, and that he should get suspended for at least forty games. I said, nigga, not 40 for that. Games? God yeah, damn. I was like, bro, I think twenty's a lot, but I'm okay with twenty. I think it's a How lot. How many did they suspend him for? They haven't. They haven't said anything yet. They're, it's still under to investigation. Me, to me, okay, two games. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. He had See, a gun. You, say, you saying two? See, I don't know, but you be telling me I'm always team trash, nigga. But I'm on some like twenty games, and you on some two. Why though? You condoning like, the bad behavior? If y'all bro. can give me, bro, please give me a valid reason why you should be suspended. For brandishing a gun online, like all people right, do that shit you. all the time. I'm gonna tell you, and this is this is just this is just a general statement. This isn't my opinion. It's just a general statement. So in the '90s, right, mm-hmm. nigga, they was on Mike and Chuck ass. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, okay. and Charles Barkley. They yeah. was on their ass, bro. That's why Chuck came out with that Nike commercial, and he was like, "I am not a role model." Yeah. Because they wanted these niggas to be role models because kids looked up to them. But truthfully and honestly. NBA players aren't fucking role. They're the worst role models. Look at them niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, bro. The NBA wants to be more like, you know, family friendly. So like you sign a contract saying you won't do these type of things. That's why, bro. But JJ Reddick, JJ Reddick said some real shit. He said in 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 the uh league handbook, mm-hmm. it says fail a piss test, first offense, two games. Mm-hmm. Fella piss test, second offense, seven games. It says those things. It doesn't say nothing in the in the uh, team handbook. Um, brandish a weapon. How many games? Yeah, yeah. So it's like this is just a sticky situation, bro. I I kind of don't. I feel bad for condoning it, but at the same time, I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All right. Oh, we got him again. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck? But um. Just why do it though, bro? You got caught once. I'm bro, only mad because I'm only mad because he did it twice, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That young boy just dropped. I know he 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 bopping that shit. That shit was going through his brain crazy. Bro, yeah, and he, the thing is, this like old YB. So I know he was like he listening. He shit. was going crazy. Yeah. He pulled a blicky out. He yeah. said uh, 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 that YB just dropped, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I've been bumping that shit too. I was like, bro, am I too old to be listening to this shit? Yes, I'm about to tell you. I got to take about that also. You already know I had to take about it. I'm too old to listen to YB? Yes, bro. And Damn, I, was bumping and that shit on the I don't think kids should listen to it, too. I was just talking about this on Boss Podcast yesterday. First off, I don't listen to young boy music. I don't hear what everybody else hear. Like, I don't hear number one, number one screaming artists on uh, YouTube. I don't hear that shit. I'm like, he, it's kind of cute. It's some nice cadences in there. You know what it is about YB that I'm starting to feel, bro? One, people love, like, gangster shit. They love, like, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, violence yeah. and all that stuff. I don't know why people are attracted to that. I don't even think it's people. I think the labels be pushing this shit. But 
That's neither here nor there. Nah, nah, the people love it. You you go to like Twitter and you look at certain places, like when the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary drops, mm-hmm. like everybody wants to run to it. People like yeah. violence, bro. They're attracted to it. But that's the, how world star blue. I think the one thing that attracts people to YB is the mystique. You don't see him. Bruh, I'm glad you said that. That's my take. You don't see him. This is why kids need to stop listening to Young Boy. This nigga been locked in the house for over a year on house arrest. In Utah. In Utah, just stuck. Salt Lake City just sitting in the just house. Just stuck in the house. Yeah. His brain, and he, and he obviously has uh, ADHD and, uh, and ADD. Mm-hmm. His brain is scrambled right now. He's just in the house, walking around, playing with guns, ain't got shit to do, making retar- Stop saying see- that word, Slim. Because you see every video he dropped be in his house. Yeah, he, he's on house arrest. <laughs> every video he dropped bro. be in his house. And I'm sorry, bro. He makes music for slow niggas, bro. He makes music for slow I ain't niggas. Lie. That just want to... Uh, 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 that shit uh, hard, though, bro. <laughs> see what I'm saying? No, bro. No, that shit bro. be hard, though, bro. Bro, I don't want to listen to no music. Because I, I, at first, I would be like, all right, let me bump this nigga YB real quick. Check his shit out, you know. And I was like, after a while, I started goddamn... I was in it. That ass straight alpha bean head. I was in that bitch goddamn going ham. I was like, this shit actually is kind of hard, bro. But you got to let yourself get into that mind state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We like, we like shit we can understand and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But some shit you can't understand. You just got to put yourself, just let it come to you. Bro, I also you know like I mean? music that um, stimulates my mind a little bit and just makes me feel good. Like, on my way back from Atlanta from the, uh, uh, airport. I was listening to um, Nip. Mm. That shit just made me, bro. His music just makes me feel good, mm. dog. It makes me feel good. It motivates me, yeah. stimulates my mind. But that young boy, that shit, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nigga, nigga pulling out the thirty eight, nah, nah, accidentally shoot your roof and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like dumb shit, bro. And. Jot need to get off of that shit, bro. But he's only twenty three though, so I get it. That's why I don't judge him. That's why I started talking about that. Like. Mm-hmm. He's 23 years old. He got a lot more mistakes to make. If yeah. he if they already on his ass, bro, he's gonna have a, a tough career like AI had. Like, cause the thing is, AI, I think a lot of AI's judgment off the court affected his career on the court. I think so too. You know what I'm saying? Cause AI clearly, even when like nobody in the league wanted him anymore, he was still, I think they have like what, four hundred and something people in, in the league. Mm-hmm. He's still Better than the bottom half of that 400 some people. Correct. He should have been on a team somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Coming off the bench, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Anything. And that's the shit that, that uh, fucks people up is your image off the field or off the court directly affects your revenue and all that stuff when you're on the court and your image and all that shit. That's why. So do you think it's worth it then, that, that, that rebellious mind state that players seem to have? I'm do like you think that it's too, worth it? I'm, I'm like that too. You can't tell me I can't do shit. I don't like that. I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm turning into a, a bitch ass nigga. Like why you said that? I'll I'll definitely conform. Yeah, but, but like, it's like so now this nigga got to go another fifteen years if his career is that long or whatever. We thinking LeBron numbers, but yeah, another fifteen years without ever doing anything wrong again. Like that's hard. That's very hard. Honestly, though, he ain't like do no crazy shit though. He ain't did nothing. <laughs> Like, bro, he ain't do no crazy. I shit. honestly like, think yeah. I've actually taken a picture with a gun before. Yeah, we just took a picture. Me, my brother, and my dad took a picture when we was on a hunting trip with our guns. The people said that's the same thing. 
They said it's the same thing as what he did. That, it's the same, right? Yeah, that's what they say. I'm I don't saying, know. So I guess I'm a thug too then. I guess so, bro. I think I, I think them country niggas that hunt everyday thugs anyway. Oh yeah. They just be killing shit. Niggas, <laughs> niggas real niggas. But nah, Ja um Ja just a kid though, bro. But he but he's gonna uh, bounce back and you was talking about AI. A lot of stuff that they like was mad at AI for doing wasn't shit neither. No, it was like the NBA was trying to like get players to cover up tattoos. Like, yeah. it's a tattoo. Who cares? And you know that's when niggas start wearing the sleeves. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, bro, it's just a tattoo, bro. Yeah. Like, who cares, bro? It's a tattoo. Um, if the nigga want to come to the game with a chain, who gives a fuck? And that's the thing is, like, there's always this underlying, like, they always try to constrict cultures. Like, bro, I ain't going to lie. Black culture is just wild, bro. Like it's yeah. it's it's unpredictable. It, but the same things that people say is what's wrong with black culture are the same things that make it a global culture that everybody wants to fucking be a part of. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so but like we can't ignore the fact that AI did do a lot of head ass shit too. You you ignore I mean he got that. he got in like bowling alley fights and all that bullshit. Yeah, he beat a white people. Yeah. <laughs> he got into a fight at a bowling alley in a racist ass state. But the thing is, if it would have been, been a bunch of niggas fighting, it wouldn't even have been a news story. But listen though, then they they let him go to Georgetown after that. Mm-hmm. He made it to the NBA, mm-hmm. broke all the NBA rules. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the year. Got caught with a gun. Mm-hmm. Kidnapped his kids. He kidnapped his kids. Yeah, him and D Wade. They both did. Everybody seems to forget that. Yeah, it is. Bruh. And the reason why I remember is because I'm that type nigga too. A Bruh, woman people, a woman trying to hold my kids from me. Yeah, I'll kidnap them niggas and go to Cuba. People, people don't give you the, the chance to be human, bruh. Especially black folk. We get a lot of scrutiny on ourselves. And I think it's because other cultures just keep it swept under the rug. Yeah. Like white people be on drugs. White people got guns. White people got tattoos. White people poor. Exactly. And but it's like it's just there's such a I don't know, it's always a spotlight on just like every time you ain't noticed when we was in school, because I know you noticed growing up, every time you walk into class and you're the black kid, it's like you see a white kid do it, it's nothing. You do it. Oh yeah, shout out my dog John Paul. Now you're getting wrote up. Shout out my dog, John Paul. We had yeah. a science class together. Yeah. And John Paul would stand up, show his ass, <laughs> and say, bitch, loud as hell. Yeah. Bro, I would fall asleep, and she would call the fucking principal to the, to the, uh, to the room. I'm like, bro, this nigga just flashed his ass. And there's always- It called you a bitch. It's <laughs> always been a spotlight on us. As, as, and that's why I, be, I had a conversation with Katie this morning. I was really yelling and ranting and shit. Like, I ain't never- I was like, do you know what it feel like to, to be hated just because your skin brown? Like, you don't... I be talking to her about that shit. I be like, you just don't get it. And it, and that's the type of... Do, do you blame her, though? What you mean? <laughs> do you blame her for not understanding I that? blame everybody. I blame the world. Why? Because it's... it, That's this, that angry black man shit. No, this... And that's the thing. <laughs> angry black nigga. <laughs> but you got to understand why niggas is angry. Yeah. Why you cross a, a, a black man... He walks through the world or she walks through the world every day knowing that there's millions upon millions, billions of people that hate them just for the way they look and the way yeah. their hair look. You And you got to deal with that pressure every day walking through the world. That's why you, bitch, nigga just bump into you, nigga step on your shoe or something. That's why niggas be so 
How would you feel? Yeah, I, bro, I, I told you my mom the, cra- the, the craziest thing in my life was when I finally woke up and realized that I was the problem and I needed to start doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And I actually start doing those things differently. But it's like your past never, never leaves you. Mm-mm. So like now I'm going to school with my books, making straight A's. But the principals are still calling me out of class and giving me random searches. Mm-hmm. So it's like giving you pat downs. Yeah. So now I feel like a criminal. Yeah. So it's like you make me feel like a criminal. Now I'm like, ain't no point of trying to do right. Exactly. Ain't no point because like you yeah. already got me feeling like this. I might as well just keep doing what I was doing before. Exactly. I might as well like yeah. you're not even giving me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Just like people always say, uh, correctionals, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they correcting in jail? They're not correcting shit. Our jail system has got to be the worst. Bro, it's disgusting, bro. Yeah. Especially the city we live in, Augusta, bro. Bro, I know we used to go in talking about they need to knock down uh fold one, and they are finally knocking that shit down. Are they knocked it down already? Um, that fantasy road. Get that shit the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I don't know what it that is about Augusta too. jails, bro. It's like not health wise. Um, trees not growing out of it, and they not they don't have nasty chemicals flowing through the jail. But like, bro, niggas is is, is in there stabbing each other and like doing oh, like yeah. prison shit in county, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, what are y'all correcting in that motherfucker? And 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 how are y'all letting niggas? Are y'all even monitoring niggas? Yeah. How's niggas getting shanks in there? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they not correcting nothing, bro. The system we just got to work on that system now. You know, I always say it could be worse. But we just gonna worry about what's in house. Yeah. And what's in house, that shit needs to get corrected, bro. Niggas should not be going to jail for a, a petty traffic violation mm-hmm. and getting poked up. And, then, and here's the thing. So we talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ja is under this scrutiny right now. If he has a rebel's mindset, which both of us happen to have. Yeah. It could go one way or another. It could fuck his career up, destroy his career, or he could be he could be just he could be docile and and say, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna be the poster child because that's what they want him to be. Yeah, they want him to be the poster child to bring them more fans. It's not about any. They don't want to help black people and none of that shit. They don't give a fuck about that shit. They want revenue. He looks the part. He looks like this young generation of people, but we don't want you out here promoting thuggery or whatever the fuck they talk yeah. about. But um, he had yeah he got a choice right now, bro. Either he, I'm a rebel, bro. So and you were just saying like when when people say certain things, it kind of makes you want to be like nigga, fuck you. I'll do what I want to do type yeah. shit. And I'm I want to see how he bounces back because one, I know he is the breadwinner in his family. You know what I'm saying he he can he can change his family generationally with the money he can make in in the NBA and all that other shit, but. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know, bro. It's hard. Like black, especially black men, bro. We're natural born rebels, bro. Just naturally born. Like we gonna do it. We gonna do what we want to do. We not. We don't like to conform. And if you just learn how to mold that, it it can become the most beautiful shit you ever seen in your life, bro. So what you think, Job? Thinking right now, you think he on some like, man, fuck y'all. <laughs> I think he is just because, like, bro. I, I kind of see, like, I see that rebel in him. I see that. It's just the AI thing. But like, do you think it's worth it, though? Huh? Do you think it's worth it? Because they'll fuck around and blackball him out of the Here's league, Here's the thing. Bro. I say he get a deal. He need to get a deal like AI had with Reebok. 
where you got a lifetime deal. Like, you got to get your money now, nigga, so you can have your money forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, get it now, whatever deals Nike, you make. Nike pulled a shoe already. See? Which, you know, like is that. crazy because, you know, he replaced Kyrie. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah, that. he replaced Kyrie. Mm. And they, they gave him the signature shoe that Kyrie was supposed to have. Mm. It's the exact same shoe, too. Yeah. And now they just pulled his shoe. Mm. Nike head ass, though, bro. They do that shit a lot. And the weird thing is, like, the world, like, the world would just try to make you conform. And, like, I be thinking of that with, like, I be at work and shit. I be like, what do you, why you want to, why you want me to be like you so bad? Yeah. Just let me be me. Like, <laughs> And it should be getting on my nerves. Like, oh, this is how we talk. This is how we act. This is what we do. Like, no, that's what you do. Uh, bro, I was talking about that recently. I, I was talking about you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an individual, and basically his boss told him to take the trash out, and he mm-hmm. snapped on that nigga. Yeah. And I was I like, bro, I'm not, I'm not really that type of nigga, bro. And I, I was talking about a situation you told me you had at work mm-hmm. that was kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, we ain't gonna say it on the podcast, but it was kind of similar, right? Mm-hmm. And you was like, you did it, but then you was just confused, like, what's going on here? What kind of like yeah. ego stroking is like going on in this motherfucker? Yeah, and then the people do that type of shit. To How you feel you. about that shit now, though? Not that the I'm, situation I'm happened. Still pissed <laughs> for real. I want to go beat this shit out the nigga now. <laughs> Cause you don't ever, bro. Especially as a black man, bro. Like you don't never try me like like. Come on, bro. And luckily we were in that environment. But look though. Do you do you look at it from different point of views though? Do you look at it like maybe he is trying to power trip or maybe he 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 wasn't thinking nothing that I'm thinking. And and it wasn't a, like a big and deal. You know to him. the thing is is like no. <laughs> you don't you don't think it's a possibility at all? I think I think at the end of the day people know what they do. Yeah. When you're a grown ass man, 30 something whatever fucking years old or 20 something years old, you know what the fuck you're doing. So for me to go out of my way to like belittle another another person in some sort of way mm-hmm. is me pretty much saying like fuck you and, and power tripping. And I know when people are doing that. And especially, you know, my situation. Oh, bro. That leads me to something else I uh, wanted to talk to you about. So first off, it, it, it's two things that uh, a friend of the show, Tahari, Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, two things he said that I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. First thing, he made a post like two days ago, and he was like, he was like, bruh, trying trying to call another man a woman is the most toxic trait ever. And I said, damn, I be doing that. I do that a lot. I said, I got to be toxic as hell, bro. But you know. I ain't gonna lie. Niggas be acting like bitches, though, bro. I'm, just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a bean with you, bro. Bro, and if you listen to this, Tahari, I'm sorry, bro, but, like, the niggas that... The, the people I deal with, bro, see, bro, I tell I tell women this all the time. I know how to deal with women. I don't know shit about women, but I know how to deal with them. When they do certain things, I just let them do it. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. When a man does those type of things, I don't know what the fuck to do, Big King. Mm-hmm. I be lost. Yeah. I'll be like, bro, how do I go about this? Do I beat this nigga ass? Do I take the high road? Do I pick on him? Like, what What do I do? Like, bro, that shit Gucci said about Jeezy was the realest shit I ever heard in my life. That interviewer said, bro, why don't you like Jeezy? What's the problem? Nigga, Gucci said, he just a bitch-ass nigga, man. <laughs> and he was like, what you mean? Like, what he do? Gucci said, nigga just be doing shit bitches do. Yeah. Bro, I, that's how I be feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, you just do shit that women do. 
And yeah. I don't know how to respond to it. I don't like not knowing some shit. Just like I told you, bro, my friend asked a, one of our friends for a ride, and that nigga told him to give him gas money. But he has an electric car. <laughs> Yeah. I just don't get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just don't be getting certain behaviors. Like, yeah. bro, we're humans, bro. We supposed to be here to like help each other, build each other up. I just don't get certain behaviors and it just like goes over my head. Then I'm like, what you going to do with the gas money? Your car don't take gas. There used to be a time where there was a code of ethics and just men knew amongst other men. Because here's the thing. There was a time where... Your goal was to be an alpha. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Your goal was to be an alpha. I want to be a leader. I want to be the best. Um, I want to be the smartest. I want to be the strongest. I want to be the fastest. The, you know, everything. And now it's be, there's a time where <clears throat> you can't really, like, if you, if you do shit like that, you're kind of seen as a bully. Even if you're just, like, you might not even be actually bullying somebody. You yeah. just might be actually the best at whatever. Oh yeah, I, bro. <laughs> People get jealous of you. You know, I talk about that all the time. Like, um, you'll have a situation with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, this is something that you told me before, and and, and I just took <laughs> heed to it. You'll have a situation with somebody, and it'll be something real light. But for some reason, they're gonna always remember that situation simply because you intimidated them. Sometimes you can have a conversation with somebody and y'all could disagree on something and you'll just be in debate in in uh debate mode and they're really just intimidated by the way you talk, the way you express things mm-hmm. and you honestly didn't do anything. Yeah. But then they'll just start throwing personal attacks at you like that's why your mama don't love you, nigga. Mm-hmm. And you like, bro, we was debating LeBron and Jordan. What are you talking about? And the crazy thing is like people People will get jealous of your confidence. Like, yeah, <coughs> I, I dealt with that my whole life. Yeah, like, bro, what, what, what you want me to be like, sad and mm-hmm. and, and, and even and if ugly you, like you? <laughs> even if you don't know what you're talking about, you speak with conviction. You speak like you know what you're talking about. You carry yourself like you know what you're talking about, and that's kind of like that alpha mentality. Like, um, and that's and here's the thing: I learned that from my dad. Like, bro, even as a man. Even if you don't know things are going to be all right, your family has to always feel like when they look at you in the eyes, they know it's going to be all right. Correct. Even if you don't know, you're like, boy, God damn, we short on goddamn money this month. Boy, I don't know if we're going to be able to pay the mortgage type shit. Yeah. Or, nigga, you in a situation where, like, it's life-threatening or something, the plane going down. Your kids don't want to hear you screaming in the back like a bitch-ass nigga. They don't want to hear that. Yeah. They want to look to you and be like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Bro, I say that you know all the time, too. The plane going down, dying ain't the scary part. It's what everybody gonna do before you die. That's the scary part. Mm-hmm. Cause niggas is gonna rape. Niggas is gonna rape on there. Mm-hmm. Niggas is gonna kill. Mm-hmm. Niggas is gonna do crazy shit. Like they gonna everybody gonna freak out. They mm-hmm. gonna trample old women. Yeah, it's that 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 that's gonna scare you before the plane even crashes. Mm-hmm. Cause that's gonna be instant. You're gonna be dead. Yeah, all you're gonna see is the fire, and then mm-hmm. it's gonna everything will go black, and you'll mm-hmm. find out what happens in the afterworld. Yeah. It's what happens before that that's scary. Mm-hmm. How yeah. everybody's gonna react. Mm-hmm. But another thing Tari said, I gotta find it. <laughs> Damn, I should have found found it earlier. But uh I ain't gonna be able to find it. But it's funny as hell. 
Shout out to Hari, man. Shout out to him, bro. Friend of the show, man. Yeah, he grew up down the street from me. He grew up like a few houses down. It was something to do with jacking off, though. And you know you the Jack and King, so. Yeah. Let's get it. <laughs> you the uh, representative of that. I had to, uh, damn, where this shit at? Just to keep me, uh, keep my mind right. I got a Jack. Because I had told them, I was like, bro, y'all, y'all relax. They had took something I said too serious. I think it was some. It, okay, I can't. I can't find it, but it it was something to do with uh, jacking at work. Oh, that's crazy! Or at school, and I told him, I said, "Yeah, Big King probably did that shit before." I ain't never did that. <laughs> just because the thought of getting caught, it's, too, it's just too scary. I can't like the thought of getting caught. I'm, I, I maybe threw you would. under the bus. I said you probably did. I maybe would. If it wasn't so much scrutiny behind it, yeah, like if a nigga caught me jacking off, I was like, ah, you caught me, nigga. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah, you yeah. get caught jacking off at like school or work, everybody's like, oh my god, and then it's a big thing. I'm gonna be honest, bro. You know I did it before at school. Yeah, I jacked off in school before. Wow, in I ain't never did school. that. I ain't never did that. In elementary school, I was super addicted to porn. Oh, really? Yeah, in fifth grade, man, mm-hmm. I was in class, and my teacher used to have this big old booty, this African lady. Mm-hmm. She was so fucking fine. <laughs> and I just went into a daze just staring at her booty and I just got I just got the little toe. That big guy. The little fifth high. grade toe. Yeah, yeah, I got a little fifth grade toe. And I just I couldn't pay attention. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom and I got right. I came back in class, clear minded. Yeah, I ain't never did that at work or school. That's the only time I did it though. But yeah, I think I think you've reached a new level in addiction once you start jacking at work and school. Yeah, that's like, like now it's a problem for yeah. real, for real. And then you know niggas gonna like so that's the thing, you can't do it at school, bro. Maybe work and then you can play it off like you wasn't. But like school, that shit could that's that's career ending right there at school. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta really watch out, bro. Like especially, especially kids now, childish, bro. Now and then nigga, nigga records everything you? on TikTok or something. <laughs> yeah. Bro, don't jack at school, bro. Public service announcement. Don't jack at school, bro. Bro, nigga take his phone, put it over the stall. You mm-hmm. and that bitch going hammer. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's on Twitter. Yeah. That shit got 2.6 million views. Don't don't jack bro, at school. Bro, you can't bro. ever go back to school after that happens. Hell no. Nah. Just wait till you get home, man. Yeah, or man. do it before you go. Anything else you want to talk about before we get off, though, bro? I don't ran out of topics, man. Mm, not really. You man, know, free my nigga Trump, too, man. Free my nigga Trump. Yeah, they trying to get him up out of here. They trying to get Trump up out of here. They know what time it is. We trying to got them make the country better. <sighs> free Trump. Uh, free Boosie. Um, keep Melly. How you think? How you think? Uh, I should do this rollout with my uh, the, the, my the Twitch, my streaming. Are you gonna fuck? Uh, um, are you gonna thing, do it on Twitch? See, the thing is, I'm gonna do. I'm definitely doing Twitch. Okay, but I think I, I need to get on Facebook too, just so I can like. Get yeah, a, I told get you, get a little audience. That's how you should do it. So you should make your Twitch account first, mm-hmm. and I think the first post you should make should be your family. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. I'm, Listen to me. They excluded. Listen to me. What? You do that because that's going to get you the following and the engagement. And then you bust out with a Twitch link. <laughs> I can't put the family in it, bro. Oh, so you don't. So you want to have your Facebook just be strictly a business page? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't blame you for that, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It'll. 
it'll be easier, bro. Like, just make that shit strictly your Twitch page, and then we all share it, and that shit mm. gonna go crazy. We gonna be good. That's mm. th- that's how you do it. And um, yeah, just have like screenshots and post screenshots and pictures and quick little videos from the uh Twitch shit, little promo videos. That mm. shit'll go crazy, bro. But you gotta stay active on there though. Like make make little already, posts every day. I already even got them thinking like, what's gonna be my schedule? Like, I probably like. Cause you know I go to bed early during the week, bro. I got work and shit, so I know I'm gonna do. I know I'm gonna do Friday, Saturday, but mm-hmm. I gotta pick a day during the week where I can just goddamn stream for like three hours. You um, <clears throat> are you doing a a couples episode one day? Mm-mm. Oh, cause I seen I seen your girl post the setup. Did she? Yeah, she did. That bitch a mole, bro. She always <laughs> chill in my out, goddamn... bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. when I seen the post the setup, I said, oh, "Okay, my nigga Big King about to do a couple switch." Hell no. Nah. <laughs> that bitch can't be a part of shit I do. And she that's the reason why I deleted my goddamn social media. I thought about it the other day. That bitch was the reason why I deleted my social media in the first place. She was going through your shit? Yeah. She'd be like, you're talking to this bitch? I was like, she said hi. What do you want me to say? <laughs> like, I mean. Why, why, why is that a thing, though? Like, I, I, I don't know, bro. That shit crazy, bro. <laughs> but I'm back on my bully now, so she can't get down. I've been off social media for like five, six years or some shit. Been a long ass time, but do you think that makes her happier? You being off, the lamer I am, and the more I stay in the house, she loves. Yeah, but the more I'm that nigga, she hates. But the thing is, I'm like, bitch, you liked me because I was that nigga. Yeah. Now you just want to goddamn neuter me. Yeah, you know, girls girls love to have you bap and fat and yeah. ugly and lame. They like to neuter you. And depressed. But they but when they met you, you was at your testosterone peak. Yeah. You know, you was that nigga. You was fine. All that other shit. Intelligent, smart. They just want you in the house eating. Yup. And goddamn playing with babies. And goddamn. <laughs> and no other bitch wants you on earth. Yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. But the That's thing is, it's like, happy. bitch, you got to understand. The reason why you liked me was because I was that nigga. You got to understand that shit. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm about to get back in my I'm that nigga bag. And she she ain't stopping me this time. We got a clear understanding. <laughs> For real. I don't care who in the DM. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Man, stop letting her go through your phone. I don't let her. You seen her, bruh. She she do be in her straight she the gadget bag. Bruh. When this bitch hacked my iCloud, I said, oh, hell no, bruh. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I, you didn't call me back last night, and I got a little nervous, so I hacked your iCloud, and I found your location, and you were at home. And I was like, yeah, bitch, what the fuck you thought I was doing? Tricking off. Exactly. Shit crazy. <sighs> hey, man, Lakers in seven, man. Oh yeah, that's that's crazy too, right there, bro. This nigga Joker is like the greatest player on earth. I hate these white players, bro. Hey man, bleep that out, bleep that out. (laughs) But bro, these white players, bro. (laughs) So why'd you say it again, (laughs) bro? Cause, bro, it's like it annoys me because they just be putting them on such a pedestal. You know, I was talking about Reeves the other day. It's like great player. People be on, bro. People be on. Scrappy. If you're white and you can hoop. Bro, people be on your dick, bro. <laughs> if you're white and you can hoop. And I'm talking about like James Harden goes out and does this every night. Yeah. LeBron goes out and does this every night. You know what I'm saying? Fucking but if you Jason white, Tatum. If you white and you drop and you drop 12 points in the fourth quarter. Come on, bro. Niggas be on your dick, bro. I be like, bro. Y'all niggas be giving these niggas the hype. This nigga, who, who won the MVP this year? And beat 
and be okay. Thank God, bro. Because if Joker, <laughs> if Joker would have won it three years in a row, he's the greatest center of all time. He should have won it though. I think they felt like they couldn't give it to him. It's like I don't know. We're gonna piss. We're gonna piss a lot of people off. And I know it's a regular season award, but you can't help but think about the playoffs and see where Embiid yeah. is and see where where uh, the Joker is and like, bro, that 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 game one performance he had against LA was flawless, bro. The nigga and had not, seventeen to seventeen in the second quarter. And here's the thing, all right, I don't hate the white players, but I felt like back in the day, it just wasn't so much hype around them. Like Dirk was good his whole career, but. People wasn't like on his dick like this. I think they were. They was, nah, they was calling like, him the great white hope. Bro, they gave Steve Nash back-to-back MVPs. He deserved that shit. Bro, I don't know, bro. I feel like they just overhyping it nowadays or something. <laughs> you think it's getting worse? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, think the, the white player's getting way better, bro. Yeah, but... Jokic is the best player in the league. All right, chill, bro. Chill. He is, bro. Chill, He's chill, the best chill, player chill, in the chill. league, bro. Chill, chill, After, chill, after chill, what chill. I seen against the Lakers, bro, and LeBron fumbling goddamn dunks... That's when I knew LeBron wasn't a super nigga, dog. I just feel like it was a little bit more tasteful back in the day. Nowadays, it'd be like, Austin Reeves, oh my God, Luka Doncic. <laughs> Fucking, what the fuck? Luka, 50-point triple-double. Yeah. <laughs> then Dame goes out there and drops 60, and niggas like, yeah, Dame yeah, dropped Dame. 60. Yeah, that's Dame, of course. Dame. Yeah, Dame dropped 60. Dame it's dropped like, 60. bro, it's such a fucking low bar for these niggas, bro. They go out and drop a thir- <laughs> have a 30-point game. With fucking 10 assists. I mean, now. it goes both ways, though, because uh, what's his name? Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker, yeah. the fourth. He went out there, and he dropped like 12 points in the fourth, mm-hmm. and niggas was on his dick for a day. Then he went out and put up six points the next game. But it's just more hype when you white. Like, niggas yeah. love a white boy who can hoop. Okay, you know what? I'm going to be honest. If we're if we're going to compare... Well, I'll be honest. I don't even think it's white people no more. I think it's niggas. Oh, it's definitely me. I think niggas be hyping the shit out these it's niggas. It's me. But I hyped, I was going to tell you, I hyped Lonnie Walker more than Austin Reeves' game against Memphis when he went crazy against Memphis. Mm. I hyped Lonnie Walker more, but the media hyped the shit out Austin Reeves. They was yeah. they was talking about how he would be a superstar on another team and all kind of crazy That's nuts. shit. That's nuts. They weren't crazy. saying that about Lonnie Walker. They yeah. was just like, every little boy dreams of doing this one day. <laughs> That's all they were saying. Yeah. They wasn't saying nothing about he could be a superstar on another team. None of that shit. They were just acting like it was just you know a lucky game. Yeah, man. But with little but Austin, the, there's always a little. This this why I say that because there's always a little bit of underlying racism with the great hot, hot, white hope kind of <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like why you want white people to win so bad? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and that's why I be like I don't like that shit. Like every time. Because I had a friend back in Florida. He used to always, every time there was a fight going on, he would always root for the white boy. I don't care if he's fighting a fucking Arab or he's fighting a black dude, a Spanish person. And I used to be like, nigga, what's up with you, bro? <laughs> and then I just started realizing, oh, like, he want him to win because he's white. Yeah. And, and he likes, yeah. And I told you there's nothing wrong with that. No, there is. No, it's not, there, bro. When you're white, it is. Why? Because, bro, like, white people are already winning. And they just want to maintain the dominance. That's but all it is. Every, every that's what a great everybody white don't hope, like that underdog mentality. But that's what a great white hope comes from. Yeah. And then, and that's why white people got them. They are. I don't know, bro. It's the great white hope shit started back in the boxing days, right? Yeah. When um Joe Lewis was out there knocking niggas, the knocking white boys the fuck out. Yeah. Nobody could beat him. 
And they would always try to find this big, bad white boy to finally come beat Joe Lewis. This nigga out here in the 20s, fucking white bitches. <laughs> Driving in his, his fucking fast-ass car, fucking white bitches smoking cigars. Yeah. It's like, we got to get somebody to beat this nigga ass. Yeah. And they finally found him. But it was like 15 years down the road after he had beat the shit out of pretty everybody. Yeah, he was, he was, he so, was stepping out of it. Yeah, and then every time Joe Lewis would win, they would fucking... There would be like five black people that die or get lynched that night in like some southern town somewhere or some mm-hmm. shit. And it's, that's where the great white hope theory comes from. And that's why every time I see white people like winning, I shouldn't be like this. But every time I see white people winning, I always look around like to see who's cheering. Yeah, like fuck you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to just check the temperature a little bit, man. Because <laughs> niggas be racist as hell, and I don't. That's why I be saying like that's why when white players is up, I be like. Checking the room and shit, like, man, fuck y'all on, you know? Cause I ain't gonna lie. It's not racist to be black and shit for black people. Yeah, because it's the underdog mentality and like, mm-hmm. you know, you want your people to win because you're the minority. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not racist to be Hispanic and cheer for Hispanic people. Ain't nothing wrong with that. What about when Adrian Broner said he was the can man? Is that racist? I I completely reject Adrian Broner. <laughs> Why? First of all, he talked way too much shit and be getting his ass bapped the fuck up. Nah, he was beating ass. When? Uh, the beginning of his career. Oh, when he first came out. Yeah, he, he, was beating, he was beating ass. You know, he beating like niggas that ain't shit. When he finally started swimming with sharks. Bro, his downfall and what really fucked him up is when he fought Madonna. Yeah, Madonna beat the shit out of his ass. <laughs> Whooped his ass. And he went on national <laughs> he, television. He said he won. Yes, he said, uh, he said, what, you think I lost? I think I won. See, here's the thing. I was like, bro, that nigga whooped your That's ass, the only, bro. I think AB is the only nigga I would never root for. <laughs> wow. I want him to get his ass whooped every time. Just because how he talked? Yes, bro, because the thing is, what really fucked him up, though, was when he started hanging around with Floyd. And he thought, oh. You know, he he thought he would get the rub. Like, you know, you hang around a great nigga, you get the rub, and you you become a great nigga. Yeah, nah, that didn't happen. Mm-mm. That nigga started hanging around Floyd that talking his, all that, that shit. That wasn't his downfall, though, bro. Bro, he started, after that, he, that's when he started talking all that shit. And because, you know, that's how Floyd was, like, mm-hmm. talking a lot of shit, but Floyd could back it. And then A.B., every time he was talking about A.B. was shit, out of shape, bro. He was out of that. shape. He was fighting great fighters. He was fighting niggas that was giving Floyd a run for his money. Yeah, yeah. And they was just beating the shit out of him because <laughs> he was out of shape, bro. It's not out of shape. That nigga was getting his ass whooped. Yeah, he, bro, he was out of shape. But he trash, was out of shape. He was out of shape. Trash. But he Mom just wasn't, wasn't in it. Yeah, he wasn't focused on nothing he needed to be focused on. Yeah, That's I hate point. niggas like that too, yeah. bro. Like, I meant to say this earlier when I was talking about Blue. And for the record, Blue, I fuck with you, bro. This was not no diss. But I meant to say this earlier. I hate niggas' mentalities. Mm. And niggas' mentality is they want a lot for nothing. Like, I was talking about this on Boss Podcast yesterday. Boss was telling me why he agrees with the minimum wage but disagrees with the minimum wage. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, bro, minimum wage is for a minimum skill job. Mm -hmm. Bruh, when I had my cleaning business, I paid niggas $10 an hour. Minimum wage, $7.25. Bro, I'm paying you almost $3 more than minimum wage just to sweep a floor, bro. And them niggas used to complain to me because they wanted $12. Mm-hmm. Why would I give you $12 to do this minimum skill-ass job? Yeah. Nigga, it's hundreds of high schoolers that want this job. Mm-hmm. But I just gave it to your big grown ass because it's a job 
where you don't have to have no education and no skills. Yeah. So, bro, just come on and shut up, bro. That be niggas' problem, bro. They be wanting a lot for nothing. Always. And they be wanting to attach themselves to something good mm-hmm. just, just to get lucky. Everybody want to get lucky. I feel like that's what AB was doing too, trying to get lucky. And that's why we're signing John Blue to a 360 deal. Sit down with Slim Records, 100% of the pod. There you go. Yeah. So, Blue, if you're listening, we This broke. is your offer. This, this is your, is your offer. offer right now. Do you accept it? 100% of the pod, you, we, we, we will give you the official title and announce you every pod as the fine nigga on the pod. <laughs> and we're going to change a logo to your silhouette. Yes. It's just going to be a, a round a nigga. A big round ass nigga <laughs> eating a fucking burger. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. A big round nigga eating a burger. And that shit is going to say eating with blue. <laughs> so and where it say sit downs, it's going to say eating with blue. <laughs> you heard it here first. The 360 deal offer John Blue. Um, eating with blue pie coming soon. Um, if he signs, if he signs the contract, sit down with Slim Records. So hopefully next episode is, is signing day. <laughs> hopefully it's signing day. He gonna come in here. He gonna, he sign gonna put the hat on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he gonna be like, nah, hold on, hold on, nah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. He gonna come in. You gotta. Nah, you gotta have a. Uh, you gotta have a hat selection. <laughs> You know how the niggas be doing on the goddamn yeah, sign today? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a hat selection. He go, he go, uh. Had a bitch like that. That bitch gonna have the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have uh. the bitch on the side of You gotta have the bitch on the side. I've decided. Uh. I've decided to take my talents <laughs> to. Sit down with Slim Records. <laughs> Sit down with Slim. <laughs> yeah, that's the kid. <laughs> All I matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody thinks it's okay to kill a nigga. <laughs> everybody thinks it's okay to kill a nigga. Like, 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 no, 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 no. I just had to do that because I'm a real nigga. Everybody thinks it's okay to kill a nigga. Nigga, I'll beat your ass, nigga. I'll beat your ass. Who don't get no bitches? <laughs> Who get no bitches? Hey, Blue, you better not start beefing with me over this shit, too, bro. You always trying to beef with me, bro. Beef with him. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Hey, man, I had to call Tony D. And he reminded me. <laughs> I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. Slim, you just an evil nigga and you be trying to. Hey, man, that's all we got, man. Blue, accept the offer, bro. This is yes. your offer. 360 deal. Sit down with Slim Records, man. You heard it here first. Biggest contract, I think, in history. Podcast history, honestly. 100% of the pilot. This nigga retarded, bro. For real? <laughs> For real? <laughs> See, bro, this is what you got to understand. <laughs> this is what you got to understand. All right, man, we out, man. <laughs>